Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Eight people are dead after a mass shooting at an outlet mall in Allen, Texas. We are going to tell you what happened and what we know about the shooter and his motive. Jamie Hyman, Hammonds, Jamie Hammonds at, of Dash joins the show to talk about his developing theory about the water deaths in Austin at Ladybird Lake. Also, Prop A passed in Austin. What does that mean for the city? What's going to happen with Austin and its police department? And lastly, our field correspondent Gary Faust was nearly kicked out of the Ted Nugent uh, his uh, rally that he had there at the Capitol. And of it's called How Many More? A border rally last week by Texas DPS while asking people if we should arm the southern border. Also, man, I had a I had a guy walk into the gun store and he said, he said, you know, he said, I need to buy a gun. I said, what's going on? He said, I need to buy a gun because I need a gun. I need one right now. So when someone says that, you know, we have to ask them questions, you know, kind of talk to the person, see what's going on in their life, what's happening. Boy, I got some video and some pictures to show you what happened to this guy while he ran into the gun store. Also, <laughs> there's always like so much more, Zach, you know, it's like so much more that's going on. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's insane, you know. Uh, so did you hear about the fact that Man, a man drives from Cali to Utah and shoots his brother. It's an old guy, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, did you hear about the, um, there's another one. Man, God, what is it called? Uh, there's another story, and it's really crazy. Uh, it happened down, down south, South Texas. 
And a guy, someone, I don't know if it was a guy, female, male or female or whatever, but uses a vehicle to run over and mow down a crowd of people, homeless people or immigrants, migrants, whatever I call them. That happened today, this morning. Ouch. Yes. No one's talking about that. They're not talking about that like talking about this shooting. You know, we're, we're talking about assault weapons, but we're not talking about assault vehicles. Going to talk about that. So let's go back to Allen, Texas. So the assailant who killed eight people at a Texas outlet mall was identified by authorities Sunday as a 33-year-old man who had been staying at a nearby motel. Three law enforcement officials who spoke to the Associated Press named the gunman as Mauricio Garcia, who was fatally shot by a police officer who happened to be near the suburban Dallas Mall. The official spoke on the condition of anonymity in order to discuss details of an ongoing investigation. One of the officials said investigators had been searching the motel and had a home in the Dallas area connected to the suspect. The official said police also found multiple weapons at the scene after Garcia was fatally shot, including an AR-15 style rifle and a handgun. The gunman's name emerged as the community of Allen mourned for the dead and awaited word on the seven people who were wounded. John Mark Caton, senior pastor at Cotton Creek Church, about two miles from the mall, offered prayers during this weekly service for victims, first responders, and the shoppers and employees who walked out past things they never should have seen. Some of our people were, were there. According to the pastor, he said some perhaps in this room. He said some of our students were working in those stores and will be changed forever by this, according to the pastor. Recalling the phone conversations with police officers, he said, there wasn't an officer that I talked to yesterday that at some point in the call didn't cry. The church planned an evening prayer vigil in the aftermath of the shooting, which was the latest attack to contribute to the unprecedented pace of mass killings this year. Barely a week before, five people were fatally shot in Cleveland, Texas, after a neighbor asked a man to stop firing his weapon while a baby slept, authorities said. Police did not immediately provide details about the victims at Allen Premium Outlets, a sprawling outdoor shopping center, but witnesses reported seeing children among them. Some said they also saw what appeared to be a police officer and a mall security guard unconscious on the ground. A 16-year-old pretzel stand employee, Maxwell Gun Gums, uh, described a virtual stampede of shoppers. He and others sheltered in a storage room. He says, we started running. Kids were getting trampled. He said, my co-workers picked up a four-year-old girl and gave her to her parents. Now, the dash cam video circulating online showed the gunman getting out of a car and shooting at people on the sidewalk. More than three dozen shots could be heard as the vehicle that was recording the video drove off. Allen Fire Chief Jonathan Boyd said seven people, including the shooter, died at the scene. Two other people died at the hospital. The wounded remain hospitalized Sunday and three in critical condition and four in fair condition, the Allen Police Department said in a statement. Now, Allen police officer 
uh, was in the area on an unrelated call when the when he heard shots at 3.36 p.m. Now, the officer engaged the suspect and neutralized him. He neutralized that threat. He then called for emergency personnel. And a mask, just so you know, a mass killings uh, have, have happened with staggering frequency in the United States this year, with an average of about one per week, according to a database maintained by the Associated Press and USA Today in partnership with Northwestern Northeastern University. In a statement, President Biden said the assailant wore tactical gear and fired an AR-15-style weapon. He urged Congress to enact tighter restrictions on firearms and ammunition. Such an attack is too shocking to be so familiar, and yet American communities have suffered roughly 200 mass shootings already this year, according to the leading counts, according to President Biden, who ordered flags lowered to half-staff. Republicans in Congress said, Cannot continue to meet this epidemic with shrug. Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott says who has signed laws easing firearms restrictions following past shootings called the mall attack an unspeakable tragedy. Uh, The video shared on social media showed people running through a parking lot amid the sounds of gunshot. And it was so loud, according to one uh, bystander, it sounded like it was right outside. We come back from the break and talk about this and more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about the shooting that happened in Allen, Texas, just north of Dallas there. Uh, we're reading, uh, We're going over the report from the Associated Press, and we're talking about this killer 
who happened to be a 33-year-old man who's staying in a nearby hotel. Uh, neighbors said that he also lived with his he lived with his parents and lived there quite a while. Um, there's some reports coming out about that, according to some neighbors, but they hadn't seen him in a while. So apparently he was living at the hotel while I was getting ready for this shooting. Um, Republicans in Congress said they cannot continue to meet the epidemic with a shrug. Um, people in the store scattered before employees ushered the group into the fitting rooms and then a lockable back room he's, um, where they were able to hide until law enforcement showed up to let them out. One person said, you know, I prayed it wasn't kids, but it looked like kids. He said the bodies were covered in white towels, slumped over bags on the ground. It broke me when I walked out to see that uh, further, further away. Uh, someone said that they saw a body of a heavy set man wearing all black. He assumed it was the shooter. And then uh, someone else said that they saw what appeared to be three people motionless on the ground including one who seemed to be a police officer and another who resembled a mall security guard. Another shopper uh, said that as they as he left, he saw someone who looked like a police officer lying unconscious next to a shooter unconscious person outside the store. Um, I've seen his gun lying right next to him and a guy who is like passing out right next to him. So a lot of different reports there. Uh, just so you know, Allen, Texas is a city of 105,000 residents. It's about 25 miles north of downtown Dallas. So, and then we, but we have these little, these little cases, little incidents that happen all over the time. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, Michael. So, uh, Allen Premium Outlets is a Simon shopping center, and I have the code of conduct pulled up right now. What is the code of conduct for Simon shopping centers? Well, they have a bunch of rules, one of which is no weapons are allowed on the property. So no this is a gun-free zone. Gun-free zone. No guns allowed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he shouldn't have been there with that gun. Wasn't supposed to be there. Was... Yeah. No guns were allowed. Okay. And then also, let's go down to, let's go up to Oklahoma. Let's go straight up north of I-35 here. Oklahoma. Man, what's going on in Oklahoma? Oh, that was tragic. So in Oklahoma, a few days ago, a convicted sex offender shot six people in the head, and then he shot himself. Mm. Convicted sex offender Mm -hmm. shot six people. Yeah, so he was not legally allowed to own a gun either. There's more to the story. He was afraid of something. I believe he was facing trial, and he did not show up directly before the shooting happened. Mm. And according to CNN, um, he was set to stand trial uh, at 9 a.m. Monday on charges of solicitation of a minor, Mm. but failed to show. And child pornography as well, I believe. Yes. Mm. Uh, Men's warrant was issued, and uh, apparently he took the uh, chicken way out. So, yeah, warrant for your arrest. Wasn't supposed to have a gun in the first place. A lot of things going on. Man, and you know what? A former Texas cop, he said that mass shootings going to keep happening until automatic rifles are off the streets. He said automatic rifles. He said automatic. Folks, let me tell you, uh, before you make, an, you make a statement about something, you need to take a deep breath. You know, think about, you know, what you want to say. Formulate that sentence and then let it out. 
But you okay. can just say things and not know what you're talking about as well. Yeah, right? you can be an idiot. Mm-hmm. You can be an idiot. Absolutely. Yeah. Every gun safety class I teach, I have to explain to the students that AR-15 does not stand for automatic rifle. <laughs> it does not stand for assault rifle. It doesn't stand for American rifle. It even though, even though for, I like, even though I like that American, yeah, that'd rifle. be cool. But it actually stands for the name of the manufacturer, which is Armalite and rifle. Mm, Armalite rifle. Mm-hmm. You would think it a is police not officer fully automatic. Would know that. Not fully automatic, not an assault rifle. It is a semi-automatic rifle that shoots one bullet per trigger pull, just like pretty much every pistol out there. Mm. Same exact action. Yeah. So Stephen Spanhauer, who rescued a child from the bloody aftermath of Saturday's mass shooting at Allen Premium Outlets in Allen, Texas, tore into arguments that massacres are the result of mental health or anything other than easy access to high-powered weapons during an MSNBC appearance on Sunday today. He said nine people, well, nine people, including the assailant, were killed and seven others were injured, of course. Uh, According to Stephen Spanhauer, he says, I work around people that have mental health issues. This, I don't know what the gunsman problem was. I don't know his motive, but it wasn't mental health that killed these people. It was an automatic rifle with bullets. That's what killed him, according to police officer Spanhauer. So automatics, let me tell you something. Let me explain something to you people. When it comes to automatic, you pull the trigger, you hold the trigger, and it shoots multiple rounds. That's an automatic. Very quickly. Semi-automatic, one function of the trigger, one function of the trigger one round comes out, that is a semi-automatic. So there's a difference between machine gun and semi-automatic. And so this person most likely had a semi-automatic. Uh, but we'll find out. As, as things come out, we'll find out what gun it was. Was it a stolen gun? You know, was it a machine gun? You know, did he use a semi-automatic rifle? We'll find out as, tells, as, as time goes out. But he was a security officer, right? He was a security officer, I believe. A... So he was licensed through the state of Texas to be a private security officer. He was level two, level three. Level three. Private security. Yes. All that right. takes a lot of uh, background checking and even a mental health evaluation. That is correct. Yeah. So there's a procedure. There's a process in order for you to become a security officer through the state of Texas. Yeah, he had even just completed uh, some continuing education, looks like around t- 2018. Mm-hmm. He did six more hours of continuing education, uh, according to the state of Texas. So it sounds like you can't legislate crazy. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I've been through the private security, uh, basically the the checking that they do. Mm-hmm. They do an extended background check. They mm-hmm. take all 10 of your fingerprints. They check those in every database. Add it to the database to be checked in the future. Uh, you do a mental health evaluation. When you're level four. Like, level four. That's level four? Yeah. That's level four only? Yeah. That's uh, level four. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, hey, you know, this guy was security officer, licensed to the state of Texas with all the checks and everything, things that people ask for, things people ask for in California, New York. And so he had those checks and still he slipped through the system and something happened. So I'm curious what medication this guy was on. Was he on any type of drugs? That tends to be what happens, right? Yeah. Something's going on there. Uh, and especially if he lived with his parents. Of course, that without this stint of him staying at a hotel. You He's know. 33 years old. 33. 33. 
Staying with your parents. 33. Interesting. And apparently with gang affiliations. You go buy his tattoos. Mm, interesting. Was this, was that MX? MS? MS, MS-13, I MS-13? believe. MS-13? Yeah, with that uh, Dallas uh, logo on his on his hand there. Something. Yeah, some kind of little tattoos there. So as 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 time will tell, we'll find out. You know, uh, the media is digging into it. They're digging deep. And we'll figure out, you know, this guy's history and his past before you know what happens in the dark will soon come to light. All right. So, man, I had a customer walk into the gun store and he was like, you know, I need to buy a gun. I'm like, okay, sure. You know, walk into the gun room there. We'll show you some, you know, firearms or whatever. And so I'm talking to this guy and I put a a gun in his hands and his hands start shaking. And I'm thinking, okay, there's something else going on here. This guy's got, you know, there's a little more to this story. So, you know, I'm showing him how to hold the gun, how to properly, you know, where to put his fingers, his thumbs. Don't put your finger on the trigger. How to stand, how to hold, what to look for as far as the front sight, rear sight, going through all the little steps and all the good kind of stuff. And ask him, you know, you know, how do you want to carry the gun? Where are you going to put it? You want to carry it at home? Is it your vehicle? Is it going to be something you carry on you? You're going to take a course, you know, going through the little checks and the steps and all the good kind of stuff. And so... He, as we're going through this, you know, I noticed, like I said, he's shaking, his hands are shaking a little bit. And so I said, you know, what about, you know, sign up for a course, a class? You know, it's important that you learn when you can use the firearm, when you can threaten someone with the gun, when you can legally shoot someone with the gun. And so we uh, put him in the other room there. We sat down, you know, start chatting and talking. And he started telling me some things about how just moments before he was being followed by someone in Austin. And so this guy was in a car that was following him. Okay. And he was walking on the sidewalk. And this guy started following him as he's walking from point A to point B. And he continued, this guy continued to follow him. This happened today, Sunday. We got the pictures. I got a video. I got photos of the vehicle. You may, may be able to make out the license plate. You may be able to see his face. And so we're going to show this when we come back from the break. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, could this be linked to what we're talking about here, Dash? Very well could be. Don't know. Could be. This could be linked, may not be linked, you know. You just never know, you know. Well, and also and you this don't want to overlook guy, anything either. And this guy also walked up to him and said, hey, would you like to make $100? Hmm. Interesting. Some words were exchanged. We come back from the break, going to talk about that and more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. So, you know, so I had this student walking or I'm sorry, customer walking to the gun store today on a Sunday. And, you know, we get people we, we get some random things that always happen in the gun store. And I, I told you guys about them. But, you know, you got, I don't think you guys really believe me, the crazy things that actually happen. So a guy apparently is walking around, you know, in Austin. He's just fresh, you know, here. Uh, in Austin, he's he's only been in Austin a very short time, and so he's like you know from another country, and I don't want to give too much information about him, you know, but he's he's from another country. Uh, he's just here in Austin, um, you know. And Gary, you know, I'm gonna get you for that. Well, <laughs> nothing. Uh, so he's fresh, fresh in the country, and so he's walking along in Austin you know, not too far from downtown Austin, and someone starts following him. So a guy starts following him in a vehicle. This customer is walking on the sidewalk, and a guy walks up to him, says, hey, you know, you want to make $100? You know, he starts following this guy. You know, he's like, no, he, he's walking, trying to get away. He continues to follow him. He's, you know, right next to him. He tries to change directions. This guy turns around. He continues to follow, continues to follow. And we got some video. And so I want to pull up the video of this guy. So, you know, maybe someone may recognize him or what. I'm not sure, you know, but take, definitely take a look of the video here and see. Maybe you recognize this young man. Yeah, maybe you recognize him. Uh, this one, this person that's following someone uh, and scared this guy to to the point that he was just so adamant of he wanted to buy guns. So I had to, I had to talk him down a little bit, talk him down off the ledge. I said, hey, let's think of a couple things here. All right, so someone's following you. What if it was a police officer, you know, doing a sting? You know, that could be a possibility. Oh, hey, it could happen. An officer, you know, did a, you know, prostitution, whatever, you know, Ooh. conducted a sting operation. You never know, right? So I, I said, you know, and also I said, was well, this person trying to kill you? You got to ask yourself. This is daytime. It's in the daytime, you know. So he, you know, can you really shoot this person? Just because they're asking you, hey, you want to make $100, they're following you, is it enough for you to shoot this person or pull out a gun and use force or deadly force? No, it's not. That's not enough. You need a little more. So that's why, you know, I, I want to talk him into, you know, taking a class, you know, come take the course, you know, and sit in the class. Let's talk about some different, different things. Let's talk about use of force and deadly force and all that good kind of stuff. So, um, I don't know if you're rolling the video. I think we're rolling the video in the background. Yeah, I'm there. watching it. All right, cool. All right, so, you know, this guy is just, man, he he follows this guy to his apartment. Oh, what? Yes. I would. He <laughs> follows him to his apartment. And the guy's like standing inside the, you know, in the in the entryway of the well, apartment. For, for, hold on, hold on. Before you continue here. Yeah. Don't walk back to your house. Yeah. That's exactly what I was about yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Don't go to your house. Walk straight yeah. to your front door. Yeah. Yeah, walk straight to your front door, open up the front door, walk in, leave the front door open, 
Yeah. I'm totally joking, by the way. <laughs> you never, never if somebody's following you, you never go back to your house. You're supposed to go to the police station, right? You're Straight supposed to, to walk to the police station, station or yeah. drive there or whatever. Well, th- I mean, honestly, to, to his defense. I had somebody follow me when I was a kid. To his defense, he's from another country. And he's like, dude, he's like, I've traveled all around the world. I've been in, you know, South America. I've been in, you know, Russia. You know, he's like, I, that's the first time I felt really unsafe. Is well, what, yeah, is dude, what it's said. Austin, Texas, man. This I is like, like, we got Jose Garza letting everybody <laughs> run all over the place and molest my women. Name is and Jose Garza, and I'm humbled Jose Garza. to be your district attorney. And uh, we got, yeah, he lets people just run rampant, man. That's out of control. And Austin that's coming from me. One of the I'm top a pretty. Five safest cities in the world. <laughs> we got that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and, and in his defense, you know, this guy, you know, you, when you look at him, you can tell he's from another country. You can tell. He's not from the United States. You know, he just has that look. And you can tell. Where not, was he from again? He's not from Austin. I don't want to say. And so. <laughs> he's probably from Europe. He's just soft, you know. No, no, no. no he, he honestly is not, you know. And so he was really uptight. He was, you know, pumped up. I was like, I almost wanted to take him to the gun range and shoot off a couple of rounds just to get that, you know, that tension out just yeah, a little bit. Tension. You know, but, you know, he was rightfully so. He was really upset. And he had, I think he was justified in being concerned. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the fact that someone's following you. And I, I said, hey, you fit the M.O. He fit the M.O. Oh, brown hair, brown eyes. Oh yeah, he fit the mo of of the you know of a victim you know of that, the uh, the lead serial killer. The lead serial killer. That's right. So I say you never know. So I, have something to do with it. That's that right. was a good transition into what we we're talking. Absolutely, because I you know because I don't you know hey it could be you know could this be the serial killer? Don't know. Uh, you know the you know you just never know. So you just got to be aware of your surroundings at all times. But it's not enough for you to pull out a gun. And shoot someone over. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not enough. It needs to be a little more. Is that enough to to fist fight somebody over? Mm, no. Nah, I told him, you know, there are a couple things you can do. You know, you, you just need to keep moving, run away. Don't go back to your place. Don't let this yeah. person know where you live. That's one thing. You know, there are some other things you can do. I told him, you know, I'm not going to tell you on the air. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't I don't even want to know what you think. <laughs> no, you don't want to know. Um, well, on that note, Jamie has uh, some updates on his developing theory about the... Um, well, Potential you know, it, serial it, killer. the more we look into this, we keep hearing drugs come up all the not illicit drugs. I, I'm not talking about the people doing drugs, but I'm talking recreational, more about not recreational. people being drugged. Uh, that keeps coming up through this whole mess all the time. So I put out a call the other day asking for people that think they've been drugged in the bars in Austin to reach out to me. And I'm getting uh, messages left and right from people. Uh, found a guy that last year. He was in uh, a <clears throat> he was in a couple of bars on Sixth Street. Uh, somebody slipped him some drugs. Ended up taking his phone, drained his accounts for thirty grand. It happened in one night. So those people have been caught. Uh, they did go to jail. But how long ago was that? This was uh, October of last year. October twenty twenty two. Yeah, October twenty. But there's there's so much detail in that because you know these people actually he woke up in his in his place. He did. He actually had a random cell phone that was not his. He did. Yep. They and so he woke up. When he woke up, he actually pu- opened that cell phone and started putting information in that cell phone. Was it working? Th- thinking that, you know, it wasn't working, thinking it was yeah. his. So could he have been putting in his passwords to different accounts and different things that maybe they so had he, a- did he have the exact duplicate of the cell phone he no, put, actually No, I don't. Owned? Well, I don't, I don't believe so. It was, uh, so 
this happened to two guys that same night, same mm. exact demo where they woke up with different um, different devices, and because uh, they ran into each other, they ran it. Yeah, well, they, they found the each other online and then met up and started talking about it. Right. And uh, uh, same exact mo in, in both cases. Uh, they were out drinking. Um, they had got apparently they were they were drugged with some type of sleeping medication. It wasn't like a roofie or or anything like that. Um, but one of those drugs they don't test for exactly you know, when you do the toxicology. Was it a sedative or it was or some like type of Ambien or something? It, it was yeah, it, like like an Ambien, yes. Some type of uh, prescription sleep medication is what it was. So mm. yeah, it's definitely not one of those that's tested for in your normal toxic uh, toxicology screen. Uh-huh. So it, it, this is a big problem in Austin and in, in, in the bars and the club scene. Not People Austin, are, not the place that don't even man, test I, don't even test the rate. Rape, the rape kits. No, no what, what? Wait, you why, mean? Why test them? Remember, they don't test the rape kits. <laughs> they don't. You mean the city where Jose Garza? <laughs> we don't even let everybody go except. Yeah. It was ex- a lapse in judgment. <laughs> <laughs> except apparently Daniel Perry. Yeah, don't test the rape kits here. Yeah, don't. Why, you can, you can rape somebody. You won't. Don't worry about your t- your the test being. You know, we don't want to be. Pl- you tested. know, there's so much more money to spend on homelessness. So yeah, we ain't got to do it. Mm-mm-mm. What else is going on? So, so continue here. Jay. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I, I've got a video going right now that I'm making on this. That's why I was reaching out to these folks. And, uh, you know, like I said, this, the drugging seems to be a thread running through all of these cases. It's suspected that they had been drugged. Um, you know, we're, we're working to try to, to get, uh, uh, the city to, to go back and test any tissue or, or whatever samples that they have less left from the toxicology. Which uh, it's not easy. I mean, it, it's hard enough just to get information out of them. So, um, you know, it, it's it's scary how this is happening and that the city is is being so quiet on it. Uh, you know, we're out here. We can get gather all this information, but you know, they just stand by and do nothing. It, it blows my mind, um, honestly. And you know, then you get like the the mainstream media that that's behind it. They're doing the exact same thing. Oh man, the local you know, media here in Austin—they're all—it's—it's it's just they have a one-track mind. It's like whenever you're dealing with a local media, any town, any city, they only focus on the the party that controls the city. Yeah, whether it's Republicans or Democrats, Libertarian, whoever controls the city, they are the cheerleaders for that particular party. Absolutely, yeah. And, and you know, it, it, it's scary how that happens too, because uh, you know. Killers could be getting away with it. A killer could be getting away with it, and uh, they're basically being aided by the media in a way. And uh, so, yeah, we're looking. At, hopefully, we'll have some some new information coming up this week out of these uh, drugging cases. I'm going to be sitting down and talking to a few people. And you also had an update about the um, Christian Pew, right? Yeah. So we had and, been. And th- this is kind of confusing. A little but, bit. So be sure to be. So we have been digging through uh, data uh, from from Austin police. And what we found was there was a robbery information report that was put in uh, the day that Christian was found. Uh, Not the night he disappeared, though. I believe it was the day. I believe it was the day he was found, actually, that the robbery information positive about that. I'm almost positive. Yeah. Uh, there was robbery information, uh, a report robbery. Well, let's just say it was either the day he went missing or the day he was found. Uh, there was, I don't have it in front of me, but there was a robbery information that was reported to APD. There is a report out there, uh, that was logged at the exact 
uh, same date and time uh, of where he was found. It was the day he was found because a robbery report was put in there on Congress Avenue where he was found. So that we're, we're, we're trying to get that report to see exactly if it is connected. I think it's, uh, I think it's kind of a coincidence, if it's not, that there was a, a robbery that was uh, logged at the exact same place at the, in the same day and time that, that Christian was found. So looking at APD's database, you can only pull up certain amount of information. You can't pull up names. You can pull up dates, times, locations, and uh, report numbers but you cannot pull up, uh, you know, any names off of it. So you have to FOIA uh, that information. So hopefully we'll have that here pretty soon. Okay. And what is Seroquel? Seroquel. Antipsychotic for bipolar. Mm. Does it make you sleepy? It can, it'll make you sleep a long time, but yeah, it could, if you if used in high dosages, it could definitely wow. knock you out. I bet that's not tested for. Yeah. Remember that Remember that video we showed a, long, a while ago? Not too long ago, but a little while ago. Of uh, two guys who randomly were in our parking lot of Central Texas Gunworks. They were in the parking lot and they were walking and they were just like out of their mind, just randomly walking around. We actually showed a video of that. You know, those guys were on something, you know, in that parking lot. And so, you know, this could be could be the same thing. You just never know. Someone drugged them. They just, you know, just randomly walking around in a daze, confused, don't know what's going on. Okay, so real quick to clarify. We come back from the break. We'll talk about this and more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talkin'. Hi, this is Stephen Wolford, the Barefoot Defender. I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talkin'. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so coming out of Brownsville, Texas, seven people were killed in Brownsville on Sunday, that's earlier today, when a vehicle plowed into a group at a bus stop near a homeless shelter currently housing migrants. So, man, I, I don't hear them calling for an assault vehicle. It was a ban- really nice vehicle, too. It was a new model Range Rover. Ban, assault, ban that assault Range Rover. We need to go to the dealership and start protesting Range Rover. Yeah. Ban those things. I agree. Range Rovers are dangerous. That's right. Several migrants were among the fatalities and injured, said a Brownsville Police Department spokesman. Uh, at least 10 people were taken to a local hospital for treatment. Man, an assault vehicle. That ah. Assault is a verb. Okay, so they're not talking. Okay, so. We're not going to go to the to the dealership and protest the dealership. We're not going to go to the manufacturer. It's not a gun, Michael. Oh, my bad. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. I thought this we'll get a chance to protest the dealership. No, just protest guns instead. Can we sue the manufacturer? doing Can it. we sue the manufacturer? No. Can you? I don't know. Can we? 
Why not? I think you should be able to. You can sue a gun. It's their fault. Maker, you know? Well, the Commerce and Arms Act, isn't that what it is that uh, used to prevent that? Mm. Michael? Mm. But they've found a way to get around that. A mass car. What do you call that? <laughs> a mass. Can't get mass shooting. Mass what? Mass running over. Mass running over. Okay. Mass minor accident. All right. All right. So you guys were man. So what's going on here in Austin with this situation? Um, I'm doing the math on this here, but so so regarding this this crime lab report, it's it was uh, reported that the offense date and time was November 19th at 8:30 p.m. Okay, um, which would have been a Tuesday, and Christian Pugh, what it, the the article I'm reading here from Fox Seven says that after 60 hours, a 21 year old man was reported missing which was published on the 19th, 60 hours prior to that would have been the Saturday. The so, well, no, I think he was reported it was Sunday at like 1 a.m. Yeah, 1.30 a.m. He was reported missing. So a, 60 hours after that Sunday would have been roughly Tuesday evening. So that crime lab report, which was not actually exactly on... It's hard to see with these maps, but it's near where he was found, which would have been 60 hours later. So Tuesday that, night, that does morning. roughly line up. Yeah, it lined, yeah we, so, we went through that over and over to, to make sure that we had our timing down on it. So the, mm -mm. Um, the report, when he was found, it could have just been reported as a, a robbery in the crime lab. Day. Well... I have requested the report from the city. So the only way to conclusively know what this is about is to get the report and right. see what, you know, see who's on it, see what name is on it. There's nothing conclusive over what we just talked about. Uh, it will be conclusive once we verify the report and have it in our hands. So Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's important to remember that none of this is conclusive. This is speculation. Exactly. We're kind of just sharing information that we're finding as we go. Uh, we're not investigators. Uh, you know, Jamie's a documentarian and, and I do street journalism. So this isn't like, we're not, you know, PIs, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Just if sharing info here. Okay. Man. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting though. I mean, d that report, a robbery report, you know, when he was found, if it does turn into that, this was a report on Christian Pugh. That would very much so line up with the druggings that we're talking about. You know, it, it would it would line up with with what I'm looking at right now as far as how many druggings are happening in the city, and it could very well line up with what's happening, like with Martin Gutierrez, Jason right. John. It, you know, this could uh, this could definitely change the direction of the investigation. Now, the the only thing is is APD's website where you can pull these cases up. It only goes back, I think, like, what, two years? You, you can, so you have to use, you know, another resource, which Crime Lab is, is a website that's publicly available. And that what they do is every day they're pulling all of these reports and putting them in a database. So you can go back, I think, on Crime Lab, like 2007, I think. It goes back a long way. Uh, but it's a good resource for anybody looking, you know, for crime data in Austin. All right, so, man, I, I think we got a good name here for that. what happened in Brownsville, Texas. Vehicular mass murder. 
I like it. Yeah. Sounds accurate. Yeah, vehicular mass murder. I think that wins. All right, Chris. Vehicular Kristen. mass murder. Yeah, I think that one wins right there. I like that one. All right, so you know what? Let's talk about the Senate. You know, the Senate judiciary, they're trying to set the stage to impeach Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. What did he do? Uh, the bottom line is everything is on the table, according to uh, the Senate there. They say day after day, week after week, more and more disclosures about Justice Thomas. We cannot ignore them. What, what are to, they, though? According to Illinois. Illinois Democrat, you know, go figure, right? Yeah, but what are they? I don't know. They're going about, you know, his ex- accepted lavish trips and gifts. Uh, oh, uh, okay. You know, the... From Did he the, go to a particular island that uh, we may or may not Maybe know about? was it the, uh, what was that? The He took the Lolita Express <laughs> over to the little St. James, over to Epstein's oh, island. Lolita they Express. Want, they don't want to release that list. They just playing with you. They know you're stupid. They don't think you're stupid. <laughs> Me specifically? <laughs> that list was released. Uh, so uh, Judge Thomas accept, has accepted lavish trips and gifts from GOP mega donor. Uh, Harlan Crow, which have gone mostly unreported, unreported on the justice's financial disclosures. Uh, Crow also purchased several real estate properties, including the home where Thomas' mother lives, from the Thomas family, and paid boarding school tuition for Thomas' grandnephew, according to the ProPublica. Uh, the extent to which these transactions and hospitality should have been reported by Thomas has been the subject of a debate among judicial ethics experts. So a couple of things there. I think they're just they're trying to set the stage. You know, we got some gun cases that's going that direction, people. Okay? <laughs> we don't need an impeachment right now. I need my gun cases to be heard first <laughs> before we think about an impeachment. They're trying to they're trying to do the okie doke. That would slow everything down, wouldn't yeah, it? You I can't mean, win one way. Yeah, they're just trying to change the game here. We're trying to, you know, it's all the chess game. It's a chess match, and that's what we're trying to do here. Yeah, it's chess match to them, but little do they know that we're playing 7D black gammon. <laughs> I don't play back black gammon. I don't even know what that is. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, all right, all right, all right. What else we got to talk about? Uh, the police tried to detain me at the Capitol man. last Saturday. What's up with that? Man, you know what? I got to tell you what, Michael. I was exercising my First Amendment rights and... As a journalist. As a street journalist. Gonzo street journalism. Very compelling, hard-hitting stuff, Michael. Your First Amendment right as a journalist. Yeah, not the second, the first. Just asking questions. I was just trying to talk to a guy that was there. You want me to explain the story? Explain it to me. And then afterward, can we play the clip, Casey? We will play the clip. Uh, Look, so here's what happened. I went down to Ted Nugent's hold... How many more border rally mm-hmm. at the Texas state capitol? And there was uh, some other people there that were speaking about the violence, the murders, the rapes. Recently, there was a young a young girl, I believe it was, an eight-year-old that was found with 67 different types of uh, DNA in her. So this is very real, very disgusting stuff. <laughs> and uh, so I went down there to investigate. And given that we produce a show about guns, I also wanted to ask people if we should arm the southern border. With guns. And uh, got some interesting people, as usual. Talked to some Australians who debated guns with Australians. They were clueless. Uh, talked to a Confederate guy. He was completely out of his mind. But there were also some really smart, intelligent people there that had opinions. And uh, in the midst of talking to these people, um, 
a man with a mask and sunglasses and socks, boots with socks, started handing out flyers with the names of Jewish, worldwide Jewish organizations on them that could be allegedly, potentially uh, perceived as being anti-Semitic. And the speaker who was on stage at the time started saying, get out of here, we don't want you here, you know, get lost, blah, blah, blah. So naturally, my street journalism instincts kicked in, Michael, mm -hmm. and I chased this guy down trying to ask him what he was doing here. And as that unfolded, the Texas DPS decided to intercept me and stop me from talking. They said, get off, get out of here. You can't incite a fight. You can't instigate. You're not allowed to ask this guy questions, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. What stops you from asking him on the sidewalk outside the gates? Well, you know what? What stopped me was that my camera guy... I don't know the word to call him on He didn't air. have heart. He didn't have the balls, all right? <laughs> I love I love my camera guy to death. All right, all right, let's, right. let's go to real that video. The video. Something's happening. You want to go talk to him? Back up. Well, what did I do wrong? I just want to ask this guy why he's here. What the f***? Why can't wait? Hey, why can't I talk to this guy? We're not gonna let you all entice up a fight or something. We're not, we're not here. You think that I'm enticing a fight by asking one person why he came here to disrupt this rally? I'm gonna ask you a question, sir. Can you get to my guy? Now, now I'm not allowed to ask you questions. For real? We're not gonna answer him. We don't have to answer. Him. So well, then, how come I can't go talk to this guy? What did he even just do? We don't know his actions. We don't know your actions. Get off. Get off. Now I gotta leave. Now I gotta leave. Boy, I tell you. You know, we, we have some good experiences, we have some bad experiences, but we have a First Amendment right, we have a second, we have a third, and thanks goodness for the second, it protects all of our constitutional rights. We also have a fourth and a fifth, because some people exercise their right to remain silent. I don't. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins, Bright Park News, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, let's go to Austin, Texas. Let's talk about police accountability. So, Prop A. Austin, Texas, baby. Prop A, Prop B. That's right. They're on the ballot. We had Election Day. You know, and I always have to remind people about Election Day. You know, when the election was on Saturday, you know, every other day throughout the week, when you go to the grocery store or other places and you... You know, it's a polling location. No guns are allowed there. You're not allowed to take any firearms, no weapons at all at polling locations. No handguns, no knives, no clubs, no knives, no five one half inches are allowed. No handguns, rifles, shotguns, nothing's allowed at a polling location. And so election day was Saturday. And so the voting results were overwhelmingly chose Prop A, you know, with the complaints to the cities of um city of uh, office of club i'm sorry police oversight there we go that's what i'm trying to get out uh it actually basically said that nearly 80 percent of voters cast ballots in favor of prop a while about the same number voted against the prop b and so 
And I, what I was trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out the differences between prop A and prop B. That seems to be really, really hard and difficult. Uh, it seems like prop A calls for more oversight in law enforcement, where prop B kind of word is worded the same, but not as much oversight. So providing providing for the Office of Police Oversight to have the ability to investigate anonymous complaints is what Prop A is for. It have the right to gather evidence and directly interview witnesses and, and be able to conduct a preliminary investigation of every complainant uh, and determine whether a full investigation is warranted. Uh, Prop A calls to making for information provided by the Office of Police Oversight available to the public, including complaint outcomes, officer discipline, force incidents uh, and lawsuits against the city that allege officer misconduct. It provides for the office of police oversight to determine training requirements for members of the community police review commission and receive briefings related to investigations conducted by the community police review commissioners uh, providing for the director of the police, the office of police oversight to have direct access to relevant records and personal concerning personnel concerning a use of records of, body-worn cameras and police officer dash cameras. What about the part where they, the, uh, the police have to let you interview people who are disrupting rallies? You know right. what I mean? That's not in there. You know why? why? I, I, I actually think it's very possible. That's state police. That's DPS. That's not, that's not the Austin Police Department. So there's, Oh, I know. I know. I'm just, okay. just connected. So you're on state property. You're dealing with state Transition. police. They follow state law, you know? And then the city of Austin, they follow state law and also ordinances right, right. and then the, the will of the voters. Yeah, no, I was just transitioning, Michael, into a woman. <laughs> uh, looking great so far. Th thanks, dude. Can you tell? I can. The mustache gives it away. That's how you can tell I'm a woman? Uh-huh. Okay, that makes sense now. You identify as? Uh, I identify as a... Of, Garita. Of, what up, Garita? I identify as a roll of scotched heavy-duty tape. Garita. Um, the reason I wanted to bring that back up was because we played the video, we went to the break, we came back, yada, 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 police accountability. Here's what I wanted to say. It's very possible the guy that was disrupting that rally was a plant. Mm -hmm. He could have been a agent provocateur from the FBI. He could have been from DPS. He could have been Austin police. Regardless, those, those Texas DPS officers very much were almost running cover for him. They were almost protecting him. It was really weird. Or he could have been a plant from within the rally itself, and the people that organized the rally had, you know, um, their security walking him out. They had a guy wearing all black with an earpiece walking him out saying, please, stop. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Yes. I mean, that's crazy. You should have followed them all the way to their V. I know. I'm not happy about my cameraman's lack of cojones. Mm. I was frustrating out some pamphlets about how they the, said these pamph uh, the, the pamphlets had a bunch of Jewish organizations on them. And it said these pamphlets are being handed out randomly without malicious intent, which <laughs> is debatable. But regardless, the point, it doesn't even really matter what he was handing out. The point is that the police were stopping me from interviewing this guy when we could have had got some very useful information. Mm. You know what I mean? We don't care about anti-Semite. What? <laughs> Uh, speak for yourself, man. <laughs> I don't care. You know, we don't care about them. You know, let them spur their hate, whatever. Just ignore them. Move on. Keep it moving. I don't even care about them. Let them spur their hate. 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> if that's what you think. I mean, I I'm, I agree. I mean, I believe in free speech. Yeah. But that's like, like I said, that's kind of irrelevant. It, the yeah. problem is that the police were stopping me from interviewing somebody. We have freedom of press. We have freedom of speech. We have freedom of uh, you You're know right. movement. That's Do we? True. Well, we're supposed to. Yeah. We haven't for a very long time. Yeah. Oh, here comes Casey with the docs. <laughs> what do we got here? All right, so. Uh, oh, we're talking about this is about Prop A versus Prop B. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I think Prop B was paid for by the Austin Police Association. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that. <laughs> Casey, nice sound effects. Wow, that a, is, uh, yeah. that's probably why it didn't pass. <laughs> City like Austin. The police should have supported the other prop if they wanted to win. You know what I'm saying? Said, Reverse psychology. Prop a. <laughs> police against police. That could have worked. You never know in today's day and age. But wasn't Prop A paid for by all outside of Austin? Groups? Of course it was. Of course. <laughs> I mean, oh, so people that weren't even in the city limits. <laughs> that should be illegal. Oh, I, I believe right? out of state. Out of state? No, yeah, yeah, no. It's always from California and New York. Exactly. Always. Yep. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a and Oklahoma. Oh, we don't like those crazies in Oklahoma. Wait, 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 wait. What are the Okies? Why do the Okies have a have a dog in There's this race? There's a bunch of nut jobs in Oklahoma. Let's <laughs> go to Windstar. I, that's one state I don't go. I don't even drive through that state. Yeah, I treat Oklahoma like Mississippi and Alabama. I try to get Whoa. through there before <laughs> night falls. But you, well, I'm not even gonna say what I was just gonna say. Casey will probably click the dump button. <laughs> 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 all right so prop a versus prop b below are items and, and are pieces of items that are in equity actions measure but not voips uh so equity action <laughs> participate in investigations of officer conduct uh conduct a minimum of preliminary investigations conduct a random assessment of department use of force reviews determine training requirements uh equity action measures states opo the officer police oversight She'll have the blue access, direct access without hindrance. Um, now, VOIPs, this is the, what does VOIP stand for? That stand, vote, Voters for Oversight Police Accountability. Oh, that was an acronym. I thought you were trying to say voice. No, VOIPs. VOIP, VOIP, VOIP. Gotcha. Measure does not include the without hindrance provision and adds a line about releasing such records to OPO in accordance to the Texas law. She'll have access to relevant department records, including records with uh, relevant information concerning any use of force incident and records. So basically the um, yeah. So it I guess what it boils down to is who supported what. And that's what people voted on. Who supported what? I mean, look, dude, regardless, the fact that there's so much money that's out of state in our local state um, elections in our, in our local elections is right. just out of control. That That's like the same. That's the that's the same thing as. Um, it's essentially the same thing as the uh, the federal election with money from out of the country. Yeah, that 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 liberals are complaining about, and then when it ha but when it's on their side, they're for it. I mean, it's just the the hypocrisy of principle is out of control. And now, I'm, I'm a man of principles, Michael. Now, how will the outcome of the vote impact police oversight in Austin? Well, in general, anything mapped out in APD contract would overrule a city ordinance. So the labor negotiations team that worked with APD and the city on the contract said that the city council Wednesday, uh, the legal effect of the equity action petition, whether it's in effect, if there is no contract, many of those provisions and the will of the voters, quote, uh, I'm sorry, quite frankly, will not come to pass. Rebecca Hayward, who spoke on behalf of the negotiators, said that 
said that it is because certain aspects of Prop A would be trumped by Texas law. Previously, APA President Thomas Villarreal said the provisions regarding access to department and personnel files without hindrance is the component that conflicts with the state law. Even if provisions mapped out aren't able to immediately go into effect as law in the city, Chief Chacon said the outcome of the vote will impact upcoming discussions and the city and APA go back to the drawing board on a long-term deal. So it a lot of it's going to depend on what happens at the Texas legislature because there's a bill, you know, before the Texas legislature that talks about Austin, you know, where you know cities like Austin and, you know, and the funding and, you know, police accountability and all that kind of stuff. So it depends on what what is passed in the Texas legislature. And the voters, all this stuff is going to conflict, and we're going to be back to the drawing board all over again. So it's, it's really going to be like, oh, let's start all over. So how does that work? Now that it's passed, if parts of that uh, of the proposition are we gotta against wait to, the law. we got to wait till session is over. Okay, yeah. So we got to see what, what bill is passed in session, you know, the Texas legislature. I was just going to say that uh, before we get into a big discussion about this, we have to go to a commercial break. Yeah, I'm not used to looking at no, that. No, I know, I know. When I first started doing the show, too, I did the same thing. I would start talking about something, and then Michael would go, this is Michael Cargill, and yeah, people I, are listening. I recognize it when I see it. him look up. I look up at it, too. Yeah, yeah, I love how so abrasively he'll yell. And I'm deaf, so I have to turn the volume really high up, and then it just blows my eardrums out. And any second, I believe it's going to happen. It could be. You know, this is why we really don't like Gary. <laughs> this is Michael Cargill, <laughs> and you are listening to Come and Talk It. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so let's talk about this California to Utah. So a 60-year-old California man, you know, California, that state, they have those really strict gun laws. Uh, he shows up to his brother's house in Utah, kills his brother, and shoots his brother's wife. He then grabs a shotgun, sets the house on fire, and has a shootout with responding officers, and no office, no officers were injured. Take a look at this video here that we rolled in the background here. And just so you know, you're gonna see a dog, and I'm sad, you know, sad to report that the dog died in the fire that this guy set, according to the GoFundMe page. So, man, this is a very crazy story. So this guy just randomly shows up to his, you know, sister's house. And shoots the husband, shoots the sister, and then gets in a shootout with law enforcement. All caught on the ring camera. Man, I tell you, ring cameras are catching a lot of different things out there. But take a listen to the audio. Man, 
Yeah, that's a crazy scene there. Yeah, you had law enforcement respond to the scene, end up stopping this guy, and sad to report that the dog was actually also, the dog also passed away in the fire that they got this guy set. That's a lot of anger. You know, the drive from California to Utah to kill someone. That's a lot of pent-up anger. You had some time to think about that on the drive. A long time, a long drive to think about that. And what's interesting is on this on the ring video when you listen to it uh, there towards the end before the cops show up you can hear him he's either on the phone with somebody or what and he's telling people he's telling whoever he's talking to to empty his bank accounts and do it quickly do it quickly mm. get to his garage and then of course the cops show up and you know mm. what happens happens wow yeah that's, that's it's crazy. insane so Gary we you know before we went on break we're talking about that proposition A and proposition B so yeah. apparently. The problem with Prop A um, that Austin, you know, voters actually approved is it's actually illegal to release the information of the officers. From the police reports? Yeah, the officers' That's files. what it boils down to. So the, what? The files. The police association is probably going to sue them then? Yeah. And, you know, this, I tell you, you know, just because Austin, you know, does a lot of crazy things and they, they always lose in court. They lose in court a lot. Yeah. Well, it's because the people running the city are pretty incompetent. I mean, yeah. it's a bunch of idiots. They lost yeah. to you in court. Yeah, they lo- They actually do. They lose in court a lot. I would imagine. They do a bunch of dumb stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Good know? save, Yeah, Gary. almost got dumped. Uh-huh. <laughs> almost had to dump me. Oh, my goodness. Um, the, the, what's the purpose of uh, people like Chris Harris or whoever in getting access to those reports. I mean, the reason that the police aren't completely transparent with the reports is because of investigations, correct? Ongoing yes. investigations. You, 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 and if you want to change, you know, things in, in the state, you got to go to the Capitol. You got to change the law, the gotta, state law, because the state law says you can't do that. That's illegal. That's correct. Right. Maybe so they want to know who's being investigated. Yeah, that's, that's where I was going with this. So it's possible that, the people want to want to get access to the records because they want to see who's being investigated. Because I, mean, I don't know, maybe somebody like, dare I say, our former mayor, maybe could have. Could have hey, said, hey, hey! Could have what? <laughs> could have what? Well, he was a real estate attorney, right? Yes, he was. He is. And uh, there's been a lot of real estate development in the city, right? Yes, there is. Under his. Watch as mayor, right? Yes, there is. I'm not trying to connect dots that aren't connected, but I am saying that it is possible that, uh, you know, there could be some corruption, dare I say? What? <laughs> in Austin? That's wild, right? To in think Austin? something come like, on. in such come a on, weird man. place, dude. I mean, come on, dude. You think that the city of Austin growing this quickly isn't totally corrupt at the, at the, at the city council level, at the local level? Give me a break, man. I got, I, I could, I could give you a dozen examples of other cities who have had corruption, um, you know, schemes and been in trouble for stuff like that from Chicago to LA to New York to, well, you know, Newark, New Jersey. I mean, dude, there's, there's plenty of cities that have had corruption scandals and why would Austin be any different? The fact that people think our city council and our local government is clean is completely insane. And and honestly, it's ignorant and I almost would say stupid. Mm. What do you think, Michael? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I like the fact that Department of Public Safety, the DPS, the state police are patrolling in Austin. Why? I like that. 
Well, they they harassed me, Michael. Well, you know, I'm, they violated me. I'm I'm sorry to hear Shut that. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you, should, you should take it up with their proper, you know, the proper. You should file a complaint. All right, I'm voting for Prop A. <laughs> hey, it's the election's over. Okay. Gary's got a grievance. Election's over. You think I'm going to vote in those those elections at the in this city? You think those you, are legit? Should, even I mean, come on, dude. You're going to have some bad experiences. Are, you have a bad experience. You need to go ahead and file a complaint. You know, go through the process. But I do think, in in totality of it all, it's good that we have the state police, the Dex, Texas Department of Public Safety, patrolling. You know, the city of Austin, and you know, kind of offsetting the fact that we're 300. Austin police officers Austin, short. Officer short, which is weird because didn't the police department get refunded? Yeah, they did. So that makes no sense. Hey, listen, listen to this. Was it DPS that cleared out the homeless encampments under the bridges? A combination, yes. DPS. Okay, also, so look, they do good things. Yes, they do. But they also need to stop harassing me when mm -hmm. I'm trying to do my street journalism. No, you just need to listen. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> do whatever the maybe, police say. Yeah, hey, Michael, I'm just going to do whatever they say. Maybe give you, up your guns. Okay, I'll just listen. Maybe you're just, just not listening. Let me just give up my bump stocks. <laughs> Got to follow in your I'll camera, I'll just give guys, it to uh, him. Step, yeah, 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 let me just give up my guns, Michael. You need to comply. And comply. Then, <laughs> and file a complaint, okay? Michael, look, I'm going to tell you something, dude. I got a problem with authority, and for good reason. Authority in this country is out of control. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man. Mm -hmm. I know I like to joke around and have a good time, mm -hmm. but I do, you know, just because I'm wearing a straw hat and a cactus shirt doesn't mean <laughs> that I shouldn't be taken seriously. That's the problem with this generation, that young generation. What? That y'all messed it up for us? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't know how to Jeez. respect authority. You know what? What, I can what hear was Cartman? No, you stop. You stop that. that. Was that the problem with uh, our founding fathers? They didn't respect authority either. I'm basically George Washington, man. <laughs> More like George Washington. Put Wallace. me on the four hundred dollar bill. Now. Come on. <laughs> More like George Actually, no, we actually really and, and I mean mm -hmm. we should be putting Steven Adler. Who is that? On money. The former mayor. Oh, geez. the guy who basically destroyed Austin, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you was... lost it on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just. Look, I'm. I, I do hard hitting journalism, and we have serious interviews. But mm -hmm. I also like to have a little bit of laughs and comic relief because if if we don't have that, man, people are gonna start losing it. You know, more yeah. so than they already are. Yeah, that's true. Now you could be like this guy running to the gun store, you know, being chased by some random dude on in Austin streets. That's insane. And then leading them right to his house. You know, I think the <laughs> I think the crime in Austin, the increase actually started with the influx of homeless people with that camping ordinance. It did. It did. I really think it did. Yeah, the homeless situation. You got the you know this the everything that happened in 2020. Yeah, and the Austin Police Department released a statement. The Austin Police Department said that they are aware of the election results and they're taking immediate action to determine the city's intentions regarding the implementation and enforcement of the illegal provisions contained in Prop A. APA simply will not stand by while the city and anti-police activists operate a bl and blatant disregard for state law and the rights and protections afforded to their hardworking men and women. And so they released a statement on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and so I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to file a lawsuit once this goes into effect as soon as the city of Austin enacts this. And they're going to sue the city and the city always loses. And right. so we'll see also what the Texas legislature does. You know, we'll see when what happens come Sonny dying and what happens come September the 1st, whenever whatever laws that the Texas legislature have made, you know, what what happens then? You know, um, you got to be safe out there.
You should always carry, carry all the time. You know, take a class, learn use of force and daily force, learn what you can, what you can't do, where you can carry, where you can't carry. You need to make sure you're proficient with the firearm. Don't get caught in a situation where you're in a mall, you're at a grocery store, you're out and about with the family, and you're not able to protect and keep your family safe. The last thing I want to do is watch one of my loved ones die because I did not have my firearm with me to protect them. I am the head of my household. My job is to protect my family. And if I don't have my gun, I cannot do that. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.